This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, cheers. Cheers. I almost forgot to cheers. Um, I'll tip. Okay, I'll talk. Hi, everyone. This is 51 First Dates. I'm Kimmy. I'm Liza. And thank you so much for joining us. So 51 First Dates, if you're just joining us, is the name of our podcast, yes, but it is a dating experiment and a general conversation about love that I have with my friend Liza and Liza has with her friend Dating, (laughs) self-awareness, masturbation. (laughs) <laughs> all the things. And basically, uh, each week I go on a date. Liza's in a relationship. I am not. I'm trying to break some bad dating habits. And we talk about the date anonymously. And we talk about a theme. And what's our theme today? It is saying I love you. Yes. Which is hard. Totally. It's very hard. Yeah, and, well, I'll, I'll re- reveal all my feelings about it later. I feel like we was say the theme and then I'm just like okay here's my feelings I'm holding on to them (laughs) we'll hold on we'll get there so yeah but we oh early on because we are just trying to do this and be grown-ups or cool millennial children you should follow us on social media absolutely and Liza what are those places they could follow us we are Instagram the Facebook uh we have a secret Facebook group you can email us, which I know is not social media, but it's still an online thing that you can do to say hi. And the way you find all these is that you go to 51 First Dates Pod on Instagram or you email 51 First Dates Pod at gmail.com. And also, we're pretty good about like showing our email on different parts of our things. Well, you know, you'll find us and just Google for the Facebook group. Totally. Um, and it's a great way to say hi to. Tell us your worst first date stories, which are my favorite things in the entire world. They make my day all the time. So please, 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 if you're like, oh, that terrible thing happened to me, please write it up and send it to us so that we can maybe read it on the air anonymously, of course. Um, and it really, if nothing else, just just brings me life. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that your it's, it's at your expense. experiences. Your dates have been so much harder than mine so, so terrible. I'm proud of you all someone asked Kimmy the other day what her worst day had been like and she was like we just didn't really get along he was kind of looking at his phone a lot and then we get these emails <laughs> where it's like and then the cops came and, and then a dog this, died and then a dog yeah. died I'm sorry that you've all had to go through these fucking crazy things uh but thank you for sending them to us yeah we love it we love hearing from you we love hearing from you in all the ways 
We hope you've been enjoying. You, uh, you've had a Valentine's Day since the last time we mm-hmm. you heard us. I hope that was good and full of self love. Um, I'm just like I'm Squish. being weird. I feel like you're like a morning. You know the morning radio yeah. shows like in the suburbs that are like really cheesy but really fun. Like I feel like you're Maddie channeling those vibes a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I know it's weird. I love it. It's I'm great. Like the douche. Yeah, we need some sound effects, Manny. Can you do like a horn or something like an air horn? You know. Um, what are we going to talk about today? What so we're going to talk about, about date 20. No, not date 20. <laughs> I wish. Date 18. 18. And then we're going to talk about saying I love you. Yeah. And there's still time. This is probably the last week to enter our competition. <laughs> it sounds like the Olympics. Our contest in which you rate, subscribe, review, screenshot, email 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Or if you've already done that, tag us in your Instagram story and you might win a date on us. We'll send you $50 on Venmo, and you can go on a date with your mom, your brother. <laughs> no, that's that don't, don't go on a date with your brother. Sorry, that was weird. Your friend. Or um, yourself. But your boyfriend. You can go with your boyfriend totally. or your girlfriend. Or I will, yourself. Or yourself. Or yourself. You just need to send us a taxi cab confession. And if you don't feel comfortable recording it, um, you can email it to us. And we don't even have to play it on the pod, but it would be cool if you were down for that. Yes. But you don't have to be. It's just 50 bucks. We all want 50 bucks. Sure. Just the reviews help so, so much. So thank you so much. Totally. Um, it's really helping us have cool crossover and fun things happening. Um, and get funner. Funner. That's great, Liza. More fun guests and blah, blah, and pitch ourselves to people who can get us, you know, who can come on and talk about love and blah, blah. And, and all the things. All yeah, that You know, you shit. know the spiel. Blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. I'm really excited to talk about date number 18 because I know him. You do. <laughs> okay, guys. So this is a little bit of a cheater aid situation, but it's not. Um, I went on a date with an ex. Mm. So what we'll still call him date number 18. We'll keep it anonymous. We've yeah. definitely talked about it before when I, I matched like with his does. brother in Oh my California. god, yeah. But, um, I feel like he also doesn't care about anything. Obviously, we'll keep him anonymous. But so this guy is also like he is one of my very, very dear friends in life. Like he like we were all friends before him and Kimmy dated and you know, so I just I love this this man so much. He's just such a lovable weirdo. Um and, and it, yeah, it was not like dating typical dating. It was it, very much my style, and we were all in this acting class back in the day together. And I, you know, dated a couple of people from my acting yeah, class. Cool. Whatever. It's the there the, was some fucking hot man meat in that acting class. So dude. many hot man meat. I mean, a room full of like fucking beautiful men. Yeah, I had, and then you're I doing had, like, love scenes together, and you just looking into each other's eyes and thinking that you're soulmates, but you're definitely. I have not. like five major crushes from those two. Classes, two separate classes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking major crushes, dude. Yeah, that's the, I think one of the episodes we mentioned that we know some models, that's the only reason why. Oh, yeah, they're acting. all from acting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, acting, the place we left, because we're not models. But <laughs> it doesn't matter, because we love ourselves. Okay. Yeah, totally. So this, date number 18, and I, well, it went from, like, friendship, so you were friends with him the whole time. Yeah. To him, we had a him into me thing, very on and off. Between two years and then me kind of then coming back around once I was terrible to him kind of wanting to date him more. Yeah. And just, re- like, going to weddings together, then reconnecting and then starting to hang out again all the time. And, yeah, just, I think, but it was a long time ago, so we can talk about it now. But, yeah, it was a really weird thing where it was, like, someone who was really into me. And then by the end, I was, like, the devastated one. 
And then I remember at the end of that, it was like the first time I went on dating apps ever. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's tricky. I feel like there was and still is like a lot of love between like that whole group of people. And we all like went through like kind of some just like weird things together. Like, we did. We lost yeah. a friend. Yeah. Uh, like someone who was very like core in that, gr- in that group of friends. Like th- those group of people were like, th- they defined at least my first couple of years in New York in a big way. Like, they were, like, like I feel like my college years were not as fun as my first two years in New York when I we were just out drinking with them, like, three or four nights. So, like, it was a lot. It was college and irresponsible. But very, like, was a very close-knit crew for a while. And there's a lot of, you know, love in that yeah. world. Friendship yeah. love. Was, yeah, that was a, it was also first two years in New York. Like, oh my god, yeah, a, a, everyone's a bartender. We were children. Like, oh yeah, all these hot dudes are bartending. We're going <laughs> to the bar, getting free drinks, feeling so fucking fly, <laughs> getting past lines that like I couldn't have gotten past. Yeah. You know, shit like that. Oh, that now I'm just like I'm tired all the time. Why? Why wasn't I tired all the time then? But yeah. um, but I think that like you know, the the friendships from that time are really, like, the ones that have stuck are really, like, gonna stick. And I think, like, you guys have a friendship like that. We do. And we finally have that. Because this was, I'm gonna say that ended, like, in 2014. Like, this is a long time ago now. So, we've been, it's still tricky. And there were definitely a couple slip-ups where we'll just hang out forever and then it will be not just hanging out. But by now, not, like, now I think we're truly friends. But all the old dynamics always come back. It's hard. It's really hard. It's really totally. hard when we hang out just the two of us to not slip right back into, like, yeah. not the, like, lovey, just, like, the same arguments. Well, totally. I, I actually, so this was a couple weeks ago. He's um, also a butthead, which I tell him all the time. Head. Like, if you think about, like, what the the pure definition <laughs> of a butthead is, this is this guy. Like, he loves to, and he's adorable. He gets away with it. He's so, like, he can pull it off. Not most people know, but he is adorable. And he's not listening, but he is adorable <laughs> looks wise. But it's not really adorable when he pisses people off. He can take it too far. Yeah, but he's like he's very charming. Like he can pull it. Back. Yeah, you know <clears throat> he can do it in the way where you're like you know it's harmless because he's a he's a really good person. But you know, remember when I'm always like you're a butthead. Why are you mean to me all the time? I'm mean to him back though. We it's yeah. I just think this is a little bit random, but I feel like I was at your apartment and Jeff was like, oh, it was like Kit Harrington or something. He's like, who looks like X? Um, and I was like, oh my God. And so does Oscar Isaac. So does everyone. He <laughs> like all my celebrity crushes kind of look, look like, like him. him. Yeah. So I think that's part of the charm too. Totally. Um, there's just, you know. He's charming. Um, He's a fucking really charming guy. Yeah. But alas, let us. Oh, I really, I hope we'll have him on. I think yeah. he was being a butthead last time. But I guess he gave his brother a lot of shit at Christmas about matching with me. And being he was like, I didn't realize. I didn't oh, know. my God. So, anyway. so fucking funny. Um, okay. Let's see. I don't really remember what I said. I think I was, I don't think I, I don't know. We'll find out. I might have been drunk. This is my uh, tax cap confession for my backup non-date. Well, here's why it's a backup non-date. Next time I skip a week. Um, someone I used to date was in my neighborhood this, um, evening and texted me earlier. It's now one about grabbing a beer. And I said one beer and then I had three, four. Um, but it was, it was only the two of us. So it was not a date, but I'm sure he'll let me back up one of these with this. And it was 
nice and also be argued about all the same things as always. Okay, bye. And now I know I didn't get into Harvard Business School. Like, Jesus, I can't make words in these. Okay. I mean, it's one in the morning. Yeah, I was tired, too. It sounds like I'm hammered, but I think it was because it was a Monday or something. Yeah. Random. Yeah, so full disclaimer, like, you know, we were having scheduling, and this just worked out better. So, but this was, yeah. It's a date. You used two people. It was, I turned it into a date. There's some romance <laughs> in, the, in the air. Um, what, where did you guys go? So, he was right outside of my apartment, and he was like, let's just go somewhere. And he, he was like... Fire bar. There's this place, Lake Street, that he always called, like, the wrong name. Like, fire. I don't know. Fire Street or something. So I was like, ha But then we would have definitely had an argument if we went there. So uh, <laughs> we did anyway. But we went to laundry. Well, it's not called laundry bar. It's called Sunshine Laundromat. And it has a bar, a bar in the background with pinball. Let me do that again. No, I won't. But Sunshine Laundromat. You guys should go. Um it's, it's a brilliant concept yes. because you can put your laundry in and then you can have a drink and play pinball while you're awake. I mean, it's like fucking a brilliant idea. It's brilliant. It was my laundromat forever. And now it's my laundromat slash bar. Um, the only thing is that I get a little angry because I always had this idea. You know you those, totally I, those ideas you have? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's had this idea. But it, yeah. like, this was my one thing. I was like, oh, laundromat. And everyone was like, it won't work. And then mine turned into it. Like, so I didn't. But also, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't have any laundry connections, you know. That's fine. Um, so we went there, and he hadn't been. And it's fun to walk back there, but it would be, like, kind of weird for a first date unless you were really into pinball or – because gotcha. the bar is fine. It's just, like, sometimes the music's really loud. Like, I li- sometimes there are two chocolate labs run- roaming around. Like, it's just yeah. a thing. It's a scene. Totally. Um, and, ooh, uh, yeah, it was good. It was totally normal. Yeah, at first he was like, do you and Sarah want to come? Because I think it's still always weird if we just have beers together. Yeah. Because we could have beers together forever. Um – and it was, like, a Monday. So she was, like, absolutely not. And he, I think, was just looking to, like, have drinks with someone. Um, and he was in the hood. So we went. And, yeah, it was all good and fun at first. We were catching up about normal things. And then just towards the end, because he, he was trying to push my buttons. Like, we were talking about the Dream Act and DACA and all. And he's, like, should be more woke. His parents immigrated here. Parents, yeah. <laughs> like, L-O-O. He's like, yeah. well, it was a whole thing. And um, basically, just little things he was pushing my buttons on. Or yeah. like all the fallen Hollywood men, because we haven't really caught up about that. Yeah. So of course it comes up. And Totally. Yeah. He's also like a professional, um, what's the fucking word? Uh, devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. And he's really good at it. Yeah. And he, I had to be like, I was getting so mad. He, he was like, I have to change the yeah. topic. Let's talk about movies. And even then, he like kind of like The Shape of Water. And I was like, oh, how could you? <laughs> I was like getting mad at everything. Um, That's funny. No, we were just, it was just so funny how quickly, because I just feel so free to just kind of like lash out at him if I don't agree with his opinion. Just like, well, you don't know. And I'm more informed. At one point, he started telling me that one of, someone we both know, Liza, really likes us because you're so smart. He was basically like, Liza's smarter than you. And I was like, you motherfucker. He wasn't, but he was oh doing that kind of thing. Oh, my God. All right. I get it. Oh, my God. That Which much. also is just like, A, not true. It is. And no, it's not true. Like We're uh, not doing this. Whatever. <laughs> but it's also not true. But – it's just so like, representative of he. Honestly, him. I bet whoever that person was, which I can't wait for you to tell me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I bet whoever that person was didn't even say that to him. No, they didn't. They didn't say it. He was just like, I think that's why. <laughs> like, remember when he told she really you likes you guys that I had showed, I had showed. Oh yeah, I, I had showed him your Bumble profile on my phone. Yep, and you were like, "Did you show him?" <laughs> my Bumble profile? And I was like, "I have not seen him in like three months." Ew. 
And he was like, and then you called him out, and he was like, oh, yeah, I was lying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is why it didn't work out. You're like, oh. But it's so hard. It's so, I feel like I'm not even describing him correctly. We just have to have him on because you have to know. Oh, you'll hear it in complicated. Yeah. Charming. But he's also and he like, does fine for – like, he hooks up with whoever he wants. Like, he does fine for himself. Um, the weirdest thing is that, like, hindsight is twenty twenty. I don't regret any of the time yeah. I spent with him. But it was so weird. Like, I was so devastated at the end because I was like, I missed my chance. Like, when he was so available, I was always kind of awful to him. And then when the tables turned, I changed my mind because something's wrong with me. But it was just weird, like – I just, we shouldn't have been together forever. I think at that time I was like, but this person likes you, so you need to, but well, I think we should be friends forever. Well, you liked him a lot, too. I liked him a lot. I, mean, I was I devastated the thing, at the end. It's always tricky with close fr- friendships when people are, like, in each other's attraction sphere. You know, if it's mm-hmm. a straight man and a straight woman or whatever. If it's If it's friends who, like, also are each other's of each other's sexual interest group, mm-hmm. it's tricky because it's tricky to know like, I feel like I have married friends who I'm like, I feel like you guys should probably just be friends. You know, you know like, and it's it's hard. It's it's hard to, like, understand those different threads of emotion and where they overlap and what you want, whatever. But I also think you guys have, like, a lot of – you guys have really big personality similarities and really big personality differences. And I think they, like, butt he- – those they things do. butt heads. They you know, do. like, the similarities do and the differences do. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, I think I think it's I think what you guys had is like one of those great twenties things, like things that happen in your twenties where you're like, you're not. It's not your person. It's not the person you're going to be with forever. If you mm-hmm. even fucking believe in that or want that, but it's like a thing that you expand from and learn from and like learn about yourself and learn about other people and learn about you know like, I feel like it's a. I think those relationships are like the most important. To, like, figuring out what you want, what your, yeah, you know, what your priorities are in, like, a partner or even just, like, a fuck buddy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, and I do – it was also so complicated because I was, like, infatuated and had hooked up with, for a chunk of time, one of his good friends prior. So there was always, like, this built-in contention where he knew that I had had, like, my heart ripped yeah. out of me. Yeah, but they were really good friends. Yeah. And it's not like I did something messed up because we were all good friends. Yeah. Well, I wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't like, you know, there were... Uh, you didn't do anything I wrong. don't think I did. It's not like I was like, no, where's your friend? No. It was It was really different and like a little bit later, but it was still always like a weird... And you like connected point. with both of them at different times. Yeah. But you did but it was like weird. connect with both of them, you know? Like but it it's was just, always... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's funny because we were talking about this last night with Jeff, like his friend, his friend from college who just like fucked everybody and like, mm-hmm. and like Jeff had always a lot of feels because oh, yeah. it was his best friend and roommate and two girl, different girls that Jeff dated really seriously had slept with his friend before they dated him. Yeah. And he always had such feels about it, but he, he's like, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't dating them, but yeah. it's just, it just is what it is. But it's like, it's weird. You yeah. know, it's like weird to be like have that it is and i feel like it's the same weirdness that you feel when you're sitting with an ex where you're like oh my god this person who i was so intimate with not even like just physically but just someone who i shared something Mm -hmm. about like the core of my personality with is now like i don't share those things anymore or i share them in such a different way Mm -hmm. i feel like that difference going from one 
state of a, re- of a romantic relationship to a different kind of relationship is so fucking it's weird so and hard. Weird. Yeah. Even like two years ago, Liza and I worked on a movie in Georgia for a month. Remember he was down there for part of it and was like, yeah, being kind of a yeah. monster, but like just, all, yeah, it's all, it's been weird. There have been these different times where now I really feel like we can have a beer, but yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, Good that you did it. Good that I did it. Good that I... It's kind of nice, too, because I can just talk about it a little more, because he knows all of these things. Like, he doesn't care. Yeah. I mean... He's fine with it. But I feel like, for a second, I was like, am I talking shit? And then I was like, no, because all of this stuff is what I say to him. Oh, yes. This is the thing that makes him a wonderful person, is, like, you can say anything to him. Mm -hmm. He is so open and so, like, whenever he... I, I have literally been, like... You're annoying me more than anyone's ever annoyed me, annoyed me <laughs> my entire life. And he's like, oh, I know, it's fun. Like, you know, he's like, I he's feel like he's the got, annoying little brother. He's got a little brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, you fucking butthead. But he's a sweet. But he's, he's great. He's no, a sweet angel. Great. Like, he's, uh, you know. Yeah, I can transition it. All right. Because I've had such a hard time <laughs> saying I love you in my life. But I came closer with him and ever because I've never said it. Which is so fucked up. But. Well, you've never said it to a romantic partner. Yeah. That's but different. he would say it to me, and I couldn't say it back. So. Yeah. I have, you know, my deep seated I mean, I've never said it first to anyone. Yeah, well, that's scary. Yeah. And I've always said it when the, when the other person said it. I've always said it back right away. Mm-hmm. And it's been true. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I haven't lied about it. But I just, like, I have always felt it for, like, some period of time before and not allowed myself to say it. And then when he says it, I'm like, I love you, too. It's, like, so fuck. I'm such a fucking. No, but that's normal. There are people who, if they had said it to me, I would have wanted to say it back. But then again, you never know. I don't know because I'm feeling it now with this one. I guess last week I mentioned that this one guy knows about the podcast now. And I do really like him. But as now that it's, like, he seems he knows about the podcast and still likes me and articulates that. I, it's hard for me to say I like you back. Like, I yeah. really oh, – it's some deep-seated intimacy fear stuff. It's I really go running. Like, yeah. and it's all fine. It's all good. Totally. Because if you stay cool, if you stay removed, <laughs> it's like – It know. never works, though. Well, the thing is that, yeah, it's like – it's really easy to feel like, well, cool, if I stay a little bit removed from this, then I won't – get hurt if it doesn't go well which obviously is not how that works mm-hmm. like it still hurts it hurts just as much or more actually because you haven't opened up like you haven't given it the full chance like I still regret like big big I had a couple big crushes in college and after that like like I was just talking about I, I, know I had a them. <laughs> bunch of big crushes and I'm just like, I should have, and like, I know, I know they weren't going to go anywhere, you know, like, I guess I didn't know that, but it's just one of those things where I was like, I can feel that it's not reciprocated. So I was like, I'm not going to say anything. And like, I still regret not saying it because I just think it's so painful, the idea of rejection, but it sucks so much to just be like, I didn't, 
say how I felt and I now never will have the chance to. You know what I mean? Or like just no. Because I'm thinking yeah. even that ex, number 18, he said a lot of things that then made me attracted to him. Like, I yeah. don't think I looked at him in that way until he was just, like, very totally. forward in his, like, his like for me. Yeah. His, which is very appealing when people do. It's just so, I cannot, I can say, tell the people you love or like them, you know, but it's so hard for me to do that. I was. It's like pulling fucking teeth. I feel like I tell this story all the time, and I'm just worried that I've already said it on this pod, but I don't think I have, but I've told you, I think, but maybe. But early, early on in Jeff and I dating, we were texting, and I just was like, I was doing all the stuff that I had always done. I was, like, waiting a long time before I texted him back because I didn't want to seem too eager. I was, like, making everything a joke, being really, like, lighthearted, really, like, flippant, like, you know, not really pushing to hang out, like, trying to let him push to hang out. And I just remember there was one night, and he called me, and I, like, didn't pick up because I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is wrong with him? And (laughs) and then he texted me, and he's like, hey, I really want to talk. Like, can you give me a call when you get a chance? And so I was like, well... Now I have to call him, you know, whatever. So I called him back and he was like, do you like me? <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah. I mean, and we were like dating and hooking up, like going on dates. Like it was like happening. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't when we were friends. It was like we were, we'd already revealed that we had liked each other right, right. and whatever. So, and, and I was like, well, he's like, I just feel like maybe you don't, you're not as like into this as I am or like I feel this like kind of distance and I just really like you and I'm really excited about dating you and just like I just like not really sure if you know you never asked me to hang out like I'm just kind of Mm. wanting to like get your feel figure out where you're at and I was like I literally just remember I can remember like the position on the couch I was sitting on because I was like who the fuck is this person (laughs) and but it was like so refreshing no one had ever done that and mm-hmm. like, and the truth was, I really fucking liked him. I was like he super did. falling for him. I was a mess. I was thinking about him twenty four seven. Like, you know, I, and I was like, uh, and I he had just been so honest that I the only way I could respond was like, wow, I like you a lot, and this is just how I've always done early relationships so that I don't seem super over eager. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that makes sense. Oh my god, that's the best. <laughs> I was like. And then we had, like, a nice – and we talked on the phone for, like, an hour. I think it was, like, one of the first times we had talked on the phone, you know? Because, like, you don't – and we just talked on the phone for, like, an hour. Just blah, 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 this, that. And I I was, like – but the idea – and it's it comes so – this has been a thing in our whole relationship where he's often, like, stop. Can you tell me how you feel? Yeah. Which I say all the time. But it was, like, a foreign language to me that in his family, people just say how they feel. Mm -hmm. That's just what they do. Yeah. And, like, he just – that's all he knows. So, like, it – and it's so – and I've started to do it a lot more, but I have – like, the the feeling of just saying how you feel is so fucking good. And I am so sad that I was so scared of it for so long. Like, it's so powerful. And I know how hard it is because I could never. I have never told anyone I love them first. I've never told anyone I had a crush on them. Never admitted a crush to anyone until, like, we were, you know, hooking I'm, up. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. I feel like it usually goes a different way. Oh, that's a lie. One time in high school, and it was, like, disastrous, and I was Well, if I dramatic. affected your willingness. It, totally. You know? It totally did. It shut me down about guy stuff for years. My first kiss, who was also, like, my eighth grade lab partner forever, and then we finally kissed in high school, and um, he got right back together with his 
girlfriend of eighth grade and ninth grade. so you got like he had, they'd broken up sometime in the fall and then just oh my god so I feel scarred I always bring it up in therapy I'm like that's why I love unavailable men oh and he's god. like such a little dweeb do no. our like first relationship experiences as youths like define everything well, I don't know maybe <laughs> it I'm, might be maybe that's why I've been such a like closed off fucking piece of shit forever that's why every time I that's why I, yeah yeah no I don't know I think I think that story like I kept making that story happen mm. um but okay, have you ever had someone say I love you to you and not been ready to say it back? You said you always say it. No, but there was one time when I could feel someone was about to say it and I <laughs> left the room. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very, it was very Sorry, kind. You I'm just very, looked very... I'm definitely getting into heaven. No, it was bad. Like, And it was a thing that like... I let go on longer than it should have. It was it was like a half relationship. I mean, you know him, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it just, it was a thing that I was enjoying. And then all of a sudden, like we talked last week about like, just like two people being on different pages about the level of connection, the level mm-hmm. of, you know, chemistry, whatever. Like I just wasn't at the same place he was at. Yeah. Um, and I let it go a little too long because I was kind of liking the attention, which is really, really not good of me. It was really, I really feel like I mistreated him. Um, but all that being said, yeah, I felt it about, or I felt like a thick eye contact, whatever. We were at like a a party, an event, something. And I was like, I'm going to go to the bar. (laughs) Really? No, I love you. Not good. Like just, I'm an asshole. But, uh, no, but I, I also feel like. You know, with an ex-boyfriend, it, we dated for, like, nine or ten months before. Oh, really? It. Yeah. And, and I was, like, I had been feeling it, but I was, like, well, I'm not going to say it. So when did it actually happen? Uh, In bed during sex. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. That would be, as a very closed-off person, easier for me because you're already so intimate. Or totally. like so connected. And, it, and I feel like you can like play it off as like in an in, in the moment thing. I feel like in that situation, the second time he said it was more the first time. stressful to me. Because mm-hmm. it was like not in that context. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that was when I was like, oh, like and you know, it, it wasn't a big deal, but I, I was no one had no one I, that was my first romantic I love you was that relationship. So that was like everything about that was a little scary and like do you feel like you said it back because you were definitely feeling it too? Or because yeah. you thought you should? Okay. No, I felt no, it too. No, I think – I know you guys but were in love. I just – We were two people who were – who really should have been friends. Like, you know, I, that's really how I feel. Still a person who I care about and we should have been friends. But no, you know, it's it's really tricky. Like I – it's – and it's tricky too to feel like – because I've also – you know, when I first, this is so cheesy. When I first started dating Jeff, I was like, when we were friends, I was like, I'm in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, and then we started like hooking up and I was like, oh, I'm in love with him. And then he, and he told me, I think at the time I thought it was insanely early. And, but I was also so relieved because I was, yeah, it was hard not to say ugh. it. It was like, it was like really, really hard not to say it. Like I kept almost saying it. And so it was, like, a relief, but also 
he was really, really stressed to say it to me, <laughs> like really, really anxious about it. And he just like said it because he kind of like can't not say his feelings. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I said it back and he's like, really? I was like, I thought you were going to think I was like so fucking crazy and clingy. And oh, that's like, so yeah. adorable. Yeah. Well, because I've definitely, and again, this is the problem that I am in love with unavailability. Like had mo- like at that moment must feel so good when you want to say it. Because sometimes you just know you feel yeah. it for someone, but you, and then they say it. Totally. It was. I'm about to say we need a special sound effect for how fucking cheesy the thing I'm about to say is. It was like probably the best moment of my life. It was like really, really, really just like it was an amazing moment. It's just like a moment I'll always remember. I just want that. Yeah. I think I'm deeply fucked up in that I just I will only feel that strongly for people when it's unavailable to me. I don't think that's the case i really don't i think it's just well i feel myself shutting down so hard it's like it was like within a yeah one date yeah well i also just don't think it's i mean i don't think it's like a thing that happens all the time i don't think it's as common as it seems like i just don't like it's obviously you know people are getting married and it like it happens but i just think it's like and not that my I'm so unique and special. It's not that's not what I'm saying either. I, I guess I'm trying to say is like it's timing. I think that something feelings. like this really only happens like once or twice to someone in their life where they really you know yeah. sex in the city shit like they're like you get two great loves whatever. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of it's a it's not. I don't think it's something you can fake. I also don't think it's something. I think it's totally possible to shut it out. But I think that when it's really right it's kind of undeniable Mm -hmm. you know like i think yeah that's fair um but i don't know it's but i don't know and and you do have to be open you uh, you definitely have to be open to it in Mm -hmm. some degree but i think you're more open than you give yourself credit for i guess that's what i'm trying to say it's really weird to be identifying the feeling much more because i've identified when i've done it before where like my therapist like you were not that into him until it was definitely not gonna work out like i i've seen it as a greater pattern yeah but it just like being in the moment of it where I'm like literally everything's going fine. Now even the podcast obstacles out of the way, you know, but just be, yeah. and again, it's way too soon to feel like, but I don't know. Well, I think, I just think of the people I've had the biggest feelings for over all of my years, all of my years, maybe we'll explain all high school because yeah. that's like, who knows hormones. Um, but, but it's still hormonal. I mean, the feelings yeah, are true. still there's still something really primal and hormonal and they've done like fMRIs and stuff on people in love and tested their dopamine levels and blah, blah. I mean you're literally oh, yeah. a, a functioning in a different way like your brain is just like pumping out fucking pleasure like mm-hmm. it's really fucked up how like it's one of those things where you're like all the you know, crazy ex-girlfriend stereotype not the show which is a great show but you know all those stereotypes whatever you're like well our bodies and our brains are just telling us like we're just yeah that's everybody true. just wants to be loved and find connection and yeah it, you know um but no i think that it's i do think, you think it's like Dar- darwinism too do you think you and jeff are gonna make you're gonna make really smart babies if you make babies they're gonna be smart and doughy yes <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Oh, no, I mean, no. I think that. 
No, Darwinism is over because I shouldn't be alive. I mean, I have it's every... so false. No, I, I would have been... I There were, like, five different occasions that I would have died if it weren't for modern medicine because of just, like, food allergies oh, and true. pneumonia and right. asthma and all of these things. But I just mean, are we sometimes attracted to the people? Like, like actually, and I don't know enough about it, but Whitney Cummings always talks about that with her new movie and stuff. Like, just the, the actual, like, what women... We used to need men to protect us quite yeah. literally way back in the day. So there are yes. certain things in our brain. I, it's just interesting. Not totally. that I go for, like... I never go for a giant... Totally. Men. Yeah. I don't know. They're just little things. And like, there's something about the history of who my DNA is and your, yeah. or like, I don't, I should learn I mean, about this and we could do a different episode. Have, <laughs> yeah. I wish she could come on, but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe someday. Rate, subscribe, review. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> no, but I think that, uh, I think that for you, it seems to me to be like some, something starts to go away. And I feel like you take it as, like, um, meaning something about your worth. Mm -hmm. And then you emotionally, like, chase it because you think that will help you recapture that feeling of worth. Yeah. But I think what you're really learning in this whole thing is that your worth has nothing to do with any of those people. They're just incidental. Like, they're, like, totems, you know? Nothing is hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like when you really are in it with someone and then it goes away. Like it's, yeah, so far it's been dates. So it's, I need to like apply that, like to, to scale it. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, I think that when you feel, also I think you're, <laughs> I don't mean this in a bad way, but I think you're picky. Like I think you. I am picky. But in a But I kind of hate way. when people, like this friend of mine who got engaged recently, who was single forever, who's such a catch. She was like, I fucking would get offended when everyone's like, you're picky. Because it's just such a, it's such a stereo. I I, yeah. I am maybe particular. Yes, that's true. Like, I I am. I think that not I enough hate. people are picky enough. Which, okay, I okay. could throw a lot of shade. But I think that a lot of people are so eager to be in relationships and mm-hmm. to settle and de- settle down, get married, have babies, buy a house, blah, 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 that I think that they are not being the correct level of picky about what is right for them. I would agree with that. Or self-aware. And you're very self-aware. And I'm probably overly picky and self-aware. But, yeah, for me it's not ever been about – and, again, I feel like I'd be in a different spot if my career was super cemented. Or if I – like I do kind of, again, relate to that article we talked about from Man Repeller, like Mm -hmm. where some men feel that way. Like – I just don't, it hasn't been about having the boyfriend, which is lols that we have this podcast, but we always say that's not the point. It's it's not. I just, I do, but I yeah. love the feeling of liking someone and liking each other. It's so fun. Yeah. It's really fun. And yeah, but that, I've ne- sorry, I just, I've never, there have been opportunities for me to go all in where I just couldn't because it felt like not that I was settling because this person's, it was just not there yeah. fully. Like, it's not more important to me to have the boyfriend and totally. be like, here, here, here. Look, social media. Look, I can Instagram yeah. all the time. Oh which, God. like, we were at the we bar last feelings. night pulling up people's Instagrams who are annoying relationships. We actually we gave, we, we have to coin a name for it. We started to, we oh, didn't get there. Yeah. We'll coin a name for it. We have to coin, we will. coin the name. Okay. Or if you guys have any ideas, please yeah, send them to us. Yeah, for the over Instagramming of boyfriends. Of relationship and love. Anyone who... And women. Sorry. Yeah. Or girlfriends. Women, men, married people, married forever. I mean, I guess that's kind of cute. But anyone who uses the hashtag love. The overgram. Just don't fucking hashtag love. Like, if you're in love, just be in love and shut the fuck up. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah. on that. And I like when you do that because then I'm not just a bitter single person. So should we read that stinky date? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I want to die. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Do you have it? Uh, yes. Okay. So the subject line is worst date poop emoji. <laughs> Okay, so this wasn't a first date, but I just had to share this, and quite honestly, I'm mortified to say I had, I'm mortified to even say I had to experience this. Honestly, if it's a bad date, we don't even give a fuck if it's a first, first date. Bonus points if it's a first date, but like, okay, if, you, if you have a date like this, ladies, send it to us. Um, so, I was casually dating a guy for a few weeks. One night we went out for tacos, and then she, <laughs> with the emojis, she go, tacos are greater than pizza. pizza. Maybe I didn't read this, cute. maybe I just saw it, it's and so like... Cute. Quick skim. Um, so they went out for tacos and then decided to go take a walk on the beach. I live in South Florida. When we're, uh, we were hanging out in the sand, kissing a bit, when he said his stomach didn't feel so great. <laughs> I told him we can leave and it would be totally fine if we called it a night. As we were walking back to our car, he said he really wasn't feeling well and wasn't going to, quote, make it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. At this point, we were just a few steps away from the car on the sidewalk, which is lined by bushes. I was confused for a moment until he pulled down his pants, <laughs> squatted in the bushes, and had violent diarrhea. <laughs> it was the most vile smell, and people were walking by as this happened. Oh, my God. And then she had the emoji of the face where you can see the whites all around the eyes. Um. I had driven that night and had no way to just dip out, so I walked away for a bit and ended up having to take him home once he was finished with his business. The car ride was silent. (laughs) I kindly broke it off with him. Let's be real. I could never look at him the same way again. That's so incredible. Wow. Yeah. Wait, but I love, like, you. here's the thing. You started off being mortified. He needs to be mortified. Yeah. He, that's like the urban legend of the girl who pooped over, like, every college campus. Did you guys have one of those? Well, we had a real thing. It was, she was called Sphincter Girl. <laughs> and someone had that's had butt sex with a football player and, like, pooped all over. She had to transfer. Oh it was awful. God. I know, awful. But I didn't even, I don't even know who it was. Yeah. But I just, actually, Malls has mentioned her on Please Advise because she went to Boston College too, Aww. so she was like, they were trying to figure out like she was real, right? Yeah, I think, I think she was. But anyway, that's sad. That's sad. But pooping, you can't come back from that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I want to be empathetic. No. And if any of our listeners, if this has happened to you and you have come back from that, please let us know how. Yeah, because like shit happens. Totally, pun fully intended. I've never had an a like pooping incident. I mean, involving a like romantic interest. But I feel like... But it happens with butt sex, I think, all the time. I have not either, but... I yeah, I've I mean, that's why I'm stories. terrified of butt sex. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm just like, that is ha- must happen. It's scary. You can come back. Well, you can't come back from it on a first date. That is actually the thing. E- yeah. Oh, this poor guy and this I poor know, girl. I know. Oh, what a That's one of those situations, too, where it's so terrible home? for both people. Oh, we are like, it's equally terrible for both of them. What just do the we awkwardness. Even say? On t- top of just the smelliness. But like, what the if they just, like, sorry, what if they just, like, ended up getting married and it was just this crazy story? Like, did that happen? I don't know. And they know. just told the story at the wedding and, and like, it became but a cute just, thing. Because, like, like, someone who's going to drive you home after you pooped in front of them on yeah i am a because that's gonna really affect your uber rating so yeah boy oh, wow boy anyway that was on good. that note uh you thanks for joining drill. us thanks for joining you us. you know our meads you know our meads we'll be back next week follow those meads send those emails yeah send us your worst first date stories try and top that one 
Yeah. Oh, they keep. They're so good. I'm, mm. We have, I have backlogged ones too that like I'm still, I yeah. still think like gotta do, but also like please keep sending them. And if you feel like um, having your voice heard, you can also record them yeah, and send, uh, send like a voice recording of you telling us your story because those are also super fun. Yeah. And so on that note, we love you very much. Thank you so much for listening. And go on a date. Go on a date, but don't poop. <laughs> or do just in the or bathroom poop in the bathroom <laughs> bye bye thank you for listening and we just want to give a huge shout out to Manny from 5 Ohm for recording our voices and putting up with us and also a big shout out to Anthony also from 5 Ohm for making us sound really good in post check 5 Ohm out online at 5ohm.com and that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M Ohm oh.